school to prison pipeline Yeah, let's talk about it Police brutality out of line Yeah, let's talk about it All these thoughts running through my mind We gotta talk about hey. it Y'all know uh, that old cartoon when when Voltron was missing lines every now and again and then the lines come back together and then they form the blazing sword and then they kill the bad guys. That's what we are right now. Voltron then came back together because the queen is in the building. Let's go, come on! Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank love. you so much. Thank you. Robin is back more on that in a second. <laughs> but yeah, man, we got a lot to talk about right here. KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show, the whole nine in the nighttime, right at nine. Back in the spot after a long and I'll admit stressful weekend, which found me working through a few problems with a few friends and family members of mine. If I may pull back the veil a little bit on my life, the way it's currently constructed. I have a tremendous support system from people far and wide that have devoted a portion of their lives to ensuring that my new life here in Los Angeles goes according to plan. And because of that commitment... I work to do everything I can to perform at the level that they have come to expect from me. And I've even pushed things to another gear since I arrived here in L.A. because of my long-term future is materializing right before my very eyes. And that's why throughout this weekend, to the people that always reach out to me at the beginning of the month to check on me, it was imperative that I ask for something so important because I fully understand my occasional moments of going M.I.A. required that I request something from them in kind. Ladies and gentlemen, that is forgiveness. Yes, forgiveness. Webster's Dictionary describes the noun as, quote, to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake, end quote. And for those people in my life that are listening, that I may have dropped the ball on, I want to once again ask for your forgiveness tonight. My life is going 100 miles a minute these days, and I will eventually get back on track. That is a promise. But it seems like I wasn't alone this weekend. As practically every person on earth knows, back in late March, Will Smith took it upon himself to slap Chris Rock on stage at the 94th Academy Awards after Chris made a joke about Jada's alopecia. And just when you thought the controversy was losing steam, the Fresh Prince made the controversy fresh all over again with a message to Chris, the Rock family, his fans, himself, and NBC News was on the case. Listen. Chris, I apologize to you. Sharing his most extensive comments since the Oscars slap, tonight Will Smith says he's reached out to Chris Rock, who he says is not yet ready to talk. I wasn't thinking but how many people got hurt in that moment. So I want to uh, apologize to Chris's mother. I want to apologize to uh, Chris's family. For the last three months, Smith says he's played this moment out over and over again in his head. There's no part of me that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. Smith says his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, never encouraged the slap and that he embarrassed his family. I'm human and I made a mistake and I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of exactly. I'm sorry really isn't sufficient. While Smith's apology may have been sincere with nearly 50 projects in the works, it may have also been necessary for his career. Well, that's unfair, by the way, to sprinkle news commentary so jaded on the man with a son named Jaden. 
Seems pretty in pretty sincere if you ask me, but speaking of Jaden, many people seem to agree with NBC, not only because many believe the apology was solely for the sustainability of those aforementioned upcoming projects, but people were also busting his balls for prominently displaying a water bottle from a water company called Just Water, a company founded by his son Jaden when he was only 12 years old. Forget the fact that the company's revenue was literally helping create cheaper water filtration systems for some of the poorest nations around the world. That's somehow irrelevant. But many saw the moment as for promotion as an opportunistic slap in the face, so to speak. And not necessarily apropos for cross-promotion. And all of this emotion was because Will Smith was simply asking for forgiveness. Another moment involving forgiveness happened with one of the most successful R&B artists on the planet. Queen Robin and I will delve into it further later on, trust me. But if the details are in fact accurate, I cannot deny that it is one of the most textbook runs of narcissism I have seen in a long time. I don't believe that I can do the story justice in a short span of time. And again, Robin and I will do a full deep dive into the controversy later on in the show. But my favorite male R&B artist, Neo found himself in an embarrassing mess of a problem involving his marriage over the weekend, and KBLA's own Lonnie Love was on this case. Listen. We're going to kick things so off with Hollywood's new cheating scandal. This one involves Neo and his wife, Crystal. Over the weekend, Crystal called out her husband on the gram, writing, eight years of lies and deception, eight years of sharing my life and husband with numerous women Ooh. who sell their bodies to him unprotected. Ooh. To ask me to stay and accept it is absolutely insane. I chose my happiness happiness and health and my respect. She also says she has no hate in her heart and wishes Neo nothing but the best. Neo was has not confirmed any of these cheating allegations. We just getting this off of Twitter and, and social media. Mm -hmm. But he did respond on Twitter asking for privacy and that he is working through their challenges behind closed doors. Now, before we dive into this, uh -huh. take a listen to what he told us, me and Bubblehead, about their marriage struggles. <laughs> How did you and your wife come back together oh, after man. 2020? Because a lot of couples, yeah, they were they like, don't it. look at me, don't talk to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, we was at that point for, for, for you know, a, a little while. But, um, you know, what? it took a lot of really uncomfortable conversations. It took um, honesty that is just difficult yeah. as, as a human being. It's just real difficult, to, especially with somebody that you love and you care for, mm. you care about how they feel. So to tell them something <laughs> about themselves that they may not enjoy, it's hard to do that, you know, on top of it being hard to hear about yourself. Interesting. Should Crystal stay again? More on Neo's troubles later on in the show while it's most likely in the process of asking for forgiveness. Another moment involved not asking for forgiveness but delivering it. Some of you may have heard, but an incident took place at a Dillard's in Dallas where an old crotchety white man had the audacity to spew the N-word at a 10-year-old boy. And in front of his gigantic father, too. One would think that this brother would have stuffed the KKK hood of this lost member of Mississippi burning right down his racial slur-throwing vocal cords, but shockingly, he handled things much differently. And CBS Dallas Fort Worth was on this case. Listen. More than a million people so far have seen a very hateful incident caught on tape at the Dillard's at North Park in Dallas. It shows a customer confronting a clerk and responding calmly after that clerk called his 10-year-old son a racist, racist slur. Our Robbie Owens is speaking exclusively tonight with the father. 
Mohammed Kareem lives a quiet life in Johnson County. He says he visited the Dillards that day just to buy a shirt and some pants. He's not even that active on social media. But now, as he becomes the latest Internet sensation, it's relevant to say that he is doing so, delivering a lesson in grace. Back of what you did. It was hate caught on tape. What you done to my son. But what appears to have caught the Internet's eye was not just a Dillard's clerk hurling a racist slur at a 10-year-old. Tear came out my baby's eye and he said, Daddy, you didn't hear what that man just called me? It was how calmly his father responded. Muhammad Kareem admits it wasn't easy and credits his faith. The Prophet Muhammad said, don't be angry. Don't be angry. Don't be angry. And I'll be honest with you, I was angry. I was, I was livid. And he didn't buy the clerk's explanation that he had hit his leg. You don't go from hitting your foot to doesn't life doesn't work that way this is repetitive behavior the imp i recommend that you all find that clip on youtube and watch grace in real time watch the moment unfold have you seen it yes it's amazing watch this white man's empty apology too but most importantly watch the eloquence of this father extend something so pure while his son is watching it's called forgiveness and in case you're wondering, Dillard's fired that man this weekend. And the word is the black father's considering a lawsuit. First Sesame Place and now Dillard's, these racist white people gonna learn today. So I say all that to say this. Forgiveness is tough. Regardless of which side you are operating from. If you are asking for forgiveness, you'll likely have to lay down your pride and risk having the person you're asking deny you the olive branch you're seeking at that time. Many look for true remorse when considering for forgiveness, but more importantly, they're looking for changed behavior. And if you're in the process of contemplating giving someone forgiveness, in my opinion, it should always be viewed through God's eyes, through the prism of, one, of the one that forgives us in spite of ourselves. And if he can forgive us, even at those times when we never deserve it, I'm sure we can extend grace to the people in our circle that may have harmed us in some way. In conclusion, and on a side note of forgiveness, we lost a queen this past weekend. No, I'm not oblivious to the fact that we lost the legendary Bill Russell or the fact that we also lost the pioneering Nichelle Nichols of Star Trek fame. But there was a passing of another legend that I don't believe any of us have given enough love to. And a cat named Anwar Ali on TikTok described my feelings perfectly. Listen. I feel like we have to give some sort of a tribute to Mary Alice because she is our latest ancestor. In every single role that she inhabited, she exuded wisdom, dignity, and a sharp focus. Whether it was her being the mama in the original Sparkle, the matriarch in the Inkwell, her Emmy-winning performance in the criminally underrated I'll Fly Away. Real talk. The original roles in Fences on Broadway, winning a Tony for it. She was an actor and a Chicago teacher. She was teaching in Chicago and followed the path that was given to her. And she had a miraculous and amazing career. She shows what is possible for black actors in an industry that does not love us and respect us. That we can still hold on to our kernel of self-worth. And you can walk through this business or anywhere in this world with your head held high because you've already been paid for by your ancestors. And I know many people loved her from a different world. And when she replaced Gloria Foster, another legend in the Matrix. But for me, she represented home. When I saw her, I felt like I was being uplifted. Her work into Sleep With Anger and Laurel Avenue, she was subtle. The amazing Mary Alice. 
dead at the age of 85. I'm sorry for taking your talents for granted throughout my lifetime. Please forgive me from the other side. I'm trying not to take the ones I love for granted while I'm still here. I hope to hug if you if and when I ever get there where you are. But that's just me. Forgiveness! Mm. Woo! Tell me what you think, L.A., huh? Do you find it difficult to ask for forgiveness, huh? Should we forgive Robin for being gone last year? <laughs> 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 the answer is hell no! <laughs> when you have dropped the ball on the people you know and love, are you one of those people whose pride gets in the way? Also, do you find it difficult to extend forgiveness to people? What if you're still hurt? What if you haven't been apologized to? Does it take for them to act accordingly in order for you to extend grace? And lastly, where do you stand on this Will Smith apology? Hmm. Did it seem genuine? Did it seem contrived and somewhat manufactured like people are saying on black Twitter today? Should Chris Rock even give forgiveness to Will Smith to put all of this behind them, not just him? Or is forgiveness something that should never be rushed? Huh? How about your boy? Your voice change, voice community. Your voice is on 1-800-920-1580, 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store, iOS or Android. It don't matter. That same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus, like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA1580. Feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms, too, plus me and my nighttime partner in crime comes back together. We'll take your comments via the ecosystem of our social network. Check this out. When we come forward, I will add another seven series to add to the topic of conversation tonight. Look, forgiveness is tough. You're listening to a man that is still at odds with his father. I'm not immune. And I'm working through these emotions each and every day. That's so why my seven series tonight is seven reasons why forgiveness is good for the soul. I'm not saying forget and forget. I'm not saying forgive and let your guard down and act as though nothing ever happened. I'm saying to forgive for the health and wellness of you. I'll explain it on the other side. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show on Unapologetically Progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Let's ride. Come From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. By George and Weezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Real talk, real time, the gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Yo. Yo. Wow. Tonight's show is... It's great. I don't know if y'all ready. I'm not here to tell you how to think, but I am here to tell you what to think about. We black in the spot. Another episode of the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. I ain't been able to do this for like a week and a half. Well, let's <clears> talk about it. But first on the scene, so fresh and so clean, let's check in with the Queen Ivy. Come on, Eddie, let's go. She's your queen <laughs> I can't even, yeah. <laughs> I can't even get it out. Stretched. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this the one right it's here. It's a We Are The World moment. <laughs> How are you? I am fantastic. I uh, had myself a great time in Puerto Rico. I saw. 
You did? Okay, mm-hmm. so I was living it up out there, which was great. I had never been to Puerto Rico before and uh, surprised one of my girlfriends for her birthday. It was, it was you know, lit. You was out there dancing. I liked the little the little video of you and your girlfriends. You was like, we we in Puerto Rico. We all, what was the caption? Which one? Which one? Y'all which standing one in the line in like a lobby. So not oh, a did lo- we do? Oh, a lobby. Not a lobby. It was inside the hotel room. Okay. And y'all did something. Some little dance. Did we do a, oh, a TikTok. We did a TikTok. We did. If you're with me ever, you're gonna do a TikTok. Come on. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it out of you. Even people who've never done it before, you're gonna do a TikTok with me. Did you bring me a J Lo back like I asked? Um, no, but Why not? I apologize. I yeah, I was in a rush. I was in a rush to get back home. I'm sorry. Whatever. <laughs> What's the Rob report tonight? What are we doing? Uh, we are talking about you know a few other people who need to apologize, along with Will Smith. Um, there's there's some. <laughs> Neo is one of them. Okay, but we'll go there later. We'll there's, go there later. There's another musical artist you're going to talk about. There that is I'm another. So disappointed with. Oh my! I, we are going to. And you know who we talking about without even saying it? I'm sure he knows. I'm oh. sure he knows. There are actually a few people who um, who who I believe need to apologize or social media is trying to hold their feet to the fire. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, the, the 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 latter needs to be locked away and thrown away the key. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Three times. Three times that we know. Of. In a. Yep. Raw report coming up at the top of the hour. Boy, you talk about we say we got a lot to talk about tonight. We got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, in the third hour, we will bring you a few more of the Upon Further Review clips that Robin has been a part of. I'm sure they send you clips all the time on your socials as well. Right? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. I'm, I've been putting those in the third hour and thanking everybody for sending them. They're clips that extend the conversation on some of the topics we've touched on recently on the Danny Mo Show. And tonight, I got a clip on Donald Trump's ignorant and self-serving Brittany Griner comments. We're going to break that down, what he said and why he said it. I love seeing my people. Black people now all of a sudden moonwalking on Trump. Oh, why are you gonna say that? I'm like, oh, y'all were singing his praises two weeks ago, mm. saying Biden can't do it and Trump would do it. Trump come out and throw under throw under the bus. All of a sudden, oh, y'all changing y'all. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, we'll also delve into Nick Cannon's female hygiene comment. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Nick was quoted as saying 80% of women probably need assistance when it comes to female hygiene. There's this magnificent 20% that have no smell, quote, unquote. That's what he said. That's ridiculous. I agree. And I can't believe he he even attempted to talk about that. I cannot even believe he would say the truth. And I'm... (laughs) (laughs) I said it twice. You didn't even get it. I, 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 I'm sorry. I, uh, <laughs> we, will t- <laughs> we will have a Febreze conversation <laughs> in the third hour. I was also sending a clip about how the world is rigged against us. I want you guys to hear this clip. Uh, I believe Good Day and Blessing sent me this. Have you ever wondered, no matter how hard you work, things never seem to get better for you personally? Mm. She sent me a clip, and I was like, I don't know whether to be... Uh, enlightened by that clip or ticked off by that clip. I'll bring that as well. And a bomb positive affirmation clip to cleanse our palate <laughs> by the end of the show. And of course, an extended conversation of the cheating accusations from Neil's wife, Crystal, and how Monetta's name, Neil's ex-wife, 
is popping back up on people's timelines for good reason. All of these in the third hour of the broadcast, but in the meantime and in between time, make sure you all follow the most trusted, credible, and reliable source on the airways for Black Los Angeles and beyond on all socials. Like, share, comment, and most importantly, tell your friends and family to do the same. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube too. You can find us at KBLA1580 all across the multiverse. And also remember, Download that KBLA app to gain even more access to us. You can stream KBLA live and you can use the open mic feature to speak about whatever you want to talk about and we just might play that bad boy over the air because that's all we do. <laughs> the new KBLA app exclusively from KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about, Andy, but right now we got a seven series to get into. Let's go. Come on. One topic, seven answers. Seven answers. It's time for the seven series, seven series on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Look, forgiveness is tough. You listen to a man still at odds with his daddy. I'm not immune. I ain't better than nobody else, and I'm working through my emotions each and every day. That's why the 7 Series tonight is 7 Reasons Why Forgiveness is Good for the Soul. I'm not saying forgive and forget. I'm not saying forgive and let your guard down and act as though nothing ever happened. I'm saying to forgive for the health and wellness of you. You want to add to the discussion, you know what to do. 1-800-920-1580. one 1587 reasons why forgiveness is good for the soul. Number one, God is watching. Come on. Mm. Come on. I mentioned it in my opening monologue that, quote, if he can forgive us even at those times when we never deserve it, I'm sure we can extend grace to the people in our circle, end quote. But not only that, he expects it. He ain't asking. So if we claim to have any form of godliness within our bodies, it is incumbent upon us to do exactly what he expects of us. That's the first reason why forgiveness is good for the soul. Mm, that's a pretty good one. That's an easy one. Yeah, for sure. Do you think, ooh, do you think he expects us to always forget? Um, Even when someone is harming you and still not learning from their mistakes and still harming those around you at the same time, do you expect you to say, I forgive them. Even if they don't learn. Ain't <laughs> she choking up and everything? I don't know. Hi. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I do believe that God expects us to continue to forgive. Mm-hmm. However, to me, I think common sense is, you know, the, the saying, um, uh, fool me once, shame on you. Shame on you. Fool, fool me, me twice, twice shame, shame on me. me right. Same thing. So it's just like, why continue to put, I don't, you know, God, God didn't say be a fool either. So why continue to put yourself in a situation where you'll continue to be hurt by the same type of person? Mm. So yeah, if you happen to be in a situation where you are, um, where you need to forgive because this person is doing something wrong to you, fine, I get that. But you should move differently. If you, if someone has already taught you how they treat you or how they are as a person, then you should move differently and not your, and not put yourself in a situation mm-hmm. where. And, and I've had to do that. I've had to move, you know, slightly different, depending upon who the person is, because you're not going to hurt me again. Yeah, you can you can love them from afar. Yeah, totally. Forgive them and cut them off. Yeah, but that don't mean you got to put up with it all the time. No, no, definitely. Well not. said. When we come forward, uh, we will continue the 7 Series, 7 Reasons Why Forgiveness is Good for the Soul. You want to jump in? You already know. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Right now, news, traffic, and sports on the Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580. we got a lot to talk about. Stay there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580-1580. Keep out of reach of children. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 
And the whole nine. By the way, at the top of the hour, Andy, I need a favor from you. Uh, India R. Reed did a remake of an old Don Henley song. Don Henley from the Eagles. And uh, it's been trying to get down. Have you heard that? I don't think so. It's called Heart of the Matter Live. And she does it. And I think she's in Barbados or somewhere doing it live. I want y'all to hear. Mm. Why? It's, Why? It's because just, it's, it's beautiful. It, sends, it gives you all the vibes. It's about forgiveness. Oh. Good. Have you ever heard that song? Okay. It's called Heart of the Matter. Oh. Okay. It's All basically right. him forgiving his father, forgiving the people that have harmed him wow. and his life. And she remakes it. And he told her, your version better than mine. Really? Told her that. I want y'all to hear a piece of it. Top of the hour. Can we do that? Appreciate you. Right now, we're inside the 7th series. So, seven reasons why forgiveness is good for the soul. Number one, God is watching. Number two, it promotes love in a world of hatred. Am I the only one that notices that almost every aspect of society is becoming negative these days? Mm-hmm. Every form of media, every news report, every celebrity, everything and anything social or political, promoting love in a sea of hatred will help in the long-term healing of not only your situation, but the trickle-down may even help more people in your network and beyond. That's the second reason why forgiveness is good for the soul. That's such a good point. And you know, um, it's the reason why... I do understand that uh, as long as I've worked in media, you know, it's possible for me to go on these rants about all these different things that are in the news. I mean, that's possible, right? Mm -hmm. But to me, I feel like it's better for me to use my platform for a place of joy, a place that people can come and and have like and just smile. You know what I'm saying? And I I do talk about different all kinds of things, um, whether it be forgiveness or you know, how to how to move, how to live in peace and things like that, because, again, you can open up your apps at any point in time, not just social media, but your news apps or whatever, and mm. find negative stories any day of the week, 24 seven. Mm. So we need people. We need we need a, a break. You know what I'm saying? To go to different people and, and uh, you know, feel like you can get away from all of that negativity. This is a code you live by. I think everybody that listens to this show knows that this is your mantra. Oh, for sure. Right. This is you because you, you, 
I think you're a beacon of light for a lot of people. And I told Robin before the show started, when I'm having a bad day, I go, I got to go to Robin's page and smile because I know you doing <laughs> something going to make me smile. Yeah, I appreciate that. We appreciate you. Just know that. Thank you. Real talk. Thank you. Seven reasons why forgiveness is good for the soul. Here's number three. Your family could learn from your actions. Here's some real talk. I mentioned how my father and I don't have a relationship, right? And unfortunately, many of my siblings have followed suit. Knowing this, I truly believe that if I buried the hatchet and extended the olive branch, my siblings would consider joining me. Sometimes I think I am the one blocking the blessing. And that needs to change. That's the third reason why forgiveness is good for the soul. All right, let me just talk on this for a quick second. Come on. So um, my my biological father, uh, who I did not grow up with, there had been uh, tons and tons of things that had happened when I was a young a youngster, and then mm. there was majority of my life that I had not spent with him. And what he left were all these negative images in my mind. And, you know, I had nightmares for years, oh. you know, and witnessing things between him and my mother and just my family in general. And um, it wasn't until I became an adult, you know, you start to see things from a different perspective. And what I walked away with was there was, even though I don't agree or condone or anything that he did, there was a perspective that he was coming from. Come on. That I want to know. Right. And and, and that was going to help uh, give me a piece of the puzzle to put, to put my own story together. Mm. So I went about the business of finding my dad when I was in my late 20s and uh, late 20s, early 30s, and I found him. He was in jail wow. at the time. So we, we became pen pals. And over the time, over the time that he was in there, however long that was, it wasn't, you know, years, but, it, you know, several months, we wrote each other. And I and everything that I wanted to know, I, I, I asked him in, in letter. And then he would respond to me and gave me so much back. Finally, when he was released, uh, I had told my sister, I said, found dad mm -hmm. and i and i actually forgave him for all of the things that he's done for you know it's just everything she's older or younger she's older than i am wow and so she was just like you forgave him mm. wow you know but she saw that it completed something in me that it filled a void that was in me mm. and she she yearned for that as well she said give me his come his on address. let's go let me, let me find out you know some of the things for myself wow. she wound up doing that and then wound up moving to where he was he was in oklahoma mm. and uh, she wound up moving with him for a period of time but anyway we we sort of mended our um our relationships and like we we sort of buried the hatchet if you will and um before he passed away i was actually one of the last people that he spoke to he was in hospital before he had his surgery and he never uh came back from his surgery so uh the point is talking about family members who mm -hmm. can learn from you but i give that all to my mom who i watched and i witnessed as she was going through life and had all of these uh my gosh like she dealt with him firsthand mm -hmm. so the, to, to witness how she's able to overcome by her way of uh, forgiving others and moving her life forward that's really what this is thing this thing is all about Come it has on. nothing to do with that other person that's right. it is literally moving your life forward and progressing your life mm. and so to witness her do that th that's where, where I'm saying I'm giving her all the love and credit saying that that's where I got it from and you know in turn it helped my sister do the same thing your mama's amazing my mama is amazing your mama's is the truth <laughs> with an F. She's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Seriously, she is. Look, from a, from a man's perspective, if I may, um, when you're a kid, you don't care. 
all you know is your dad is missing, your dad is mistreating your mom, your, your dad is abusing your mom. Mm -hmm. I've told the story on this show before how my dad left my mother, stole his best friend's wife, and married her. <gasps> <laughs> Real talk. Down the street from my mama, by the way. What? Real talk. My papa was not a Rolling Stone. I told you, my papa was the rock of Gibraltar up in his <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Wow. But then, you and I have had discussions about what resources are available to people back then. Yeah. We, 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 we're more enlightened here in 2022. Mm -hmm. But men back then just saw life in a different way. Going through things a lot by themselves. Yeah. You don't have support groups and things and such. And you had all these negative images around you. And, you know, your boy down the street doing the same thing. You thought that was normal for black men, et cetera. Boom, boom. Mm -hmm. And so you think, I can kind of identify what my pops was going through. Mm. I just got God in my heart, man. So when people say, I can never do what my dad. I'm telling you right now. If God wasn't a part of my life, mm. I'd be my father today. Wow. I'm t it's the truth. So you understand when you yeah. become an adult, you look back and you understand. And you go, oh, that's why my father. Now, the abusive part can't rock with that in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the misogyny. I'm talking about the cheating. Oh, I, I understand. Yeah. And furthermore, let me tell you another thing. This is another piece. When he passed and I went to his funeral mm -hmm. and we heard from people who he grew up with, people who he went to the uh, to the army with. And I learned what he went through, mm -hmm. I was like, no wonder this man's mind was warped. Trauma. No, it was trauma, PTSD. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so many different things. And I'm like, no wonder, again, not that it was right. And I, I hate that he did all of those things to my mom. And he did those things to me, my siblings. And I hate that part. But, man, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. We're not condoning anything. Not at all. But if our abusive mothers and or fathers were doing the same thing to us as children, but we found out that they were molested or right. they were beaten, abused the right. whole nine, we we're not condoning anything, but we'd understand. You'd understand. You, you'd have a little bit more empathy, which is what everybody is trying to. There are some people who are trying to give that scope with um, R. Kelly. It's just like, no, he was not right. Mm -hmm. No, he was he was absolutely wrong for the things that he had done. Mm -hmm. But when you understand what this man had been through and he was just repeating, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Right. So he was just repeating some of those acts. Then you're kind of like, wow, makes it makes a little bit more sense. Mystical. <laughs> 1-800-920-15. We'll get into that later. 1-800-920-1580. Danny Mo Show, 7 Series, KBLA. Stay there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. Like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Now back to more of the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. 7 Series right now. Talking forgiveness tonight. Seven reasons why forgiveness is good for the soul. We're up to number four. It may implore them to do better for themselves and others. Look, some people don't care. Real talk. We all know somebody that have done some wrong to you and many others, and they could not care less. But the ones that do, if they see you being willing to give them grace after they have wronged you in so many ways, I believe they could learn from the experience and work to become better people, perhaps even paying it forward. Yes, some may take your kindness for granted and some even weakness, but some may take it as inspiration. Start the process. Set the trend. It's the fourth reason why forgiveness it's good for the soul. Do you think you can inspire someone by forgiving them to be better people? Is that possible? Um, probably. It's a big P, probably. <laughs> but it could happen, right? I'm sure. Here's number five. It allows you to forgive yourself. 
this was really important. And I don't know if you guys heard that clip on Will Smith that I heard earlier. Did you hear what he said? Did you hear the important part? What was that? I'm trying to make oh. sure I don't think of myself as a piece of SHIT. Yeah. I don't care how foul you are. I don't care what you've done. You can never get to the point where you hate yourself. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's what Will is working through. Mm-hmm. I think it's too soon for him to be on camera apologizing, but is it for hmm. business and professional reasons? I don't know. Interesting. But that line stuck with me, and I said, it's very well done. Yeah. You can never get to that point. What do you think? Yeah. Um, well, number one, I don't think that is – I dislike – all of those things that you're saying that you saw people saying on Twitter, how, you know, people don't think it's real. They don't think it's authentic. For a bottle of water. With the, what, I mean, come on. The a man stupid can't, bottle of water. Yeah, it's it's like the man can't, number one, anyone who goes on camera sits down for a good amount of time. They're going to be talking no, nine times out of ten. They're going to have some sort of beverage nearby, and usually that's water. And if it's going to be water, why not be your family's water? Come on. I mean, because uh, otherwise, you see how many people take the water label off yeah. of their waters. I mean, why would he do that if, if they have water? I mean, it just literally doesn't make any sense. Number two, um, it's not too soon. I think Will Smith has done a, a, a decent amount of time. Uh, he's done a decent job at taking the time that he needs to um, reflect and, and be serious about this, this apology, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I give the man credit. Uh, I already, we kind of talked about this. I knew that it was just a matter of time before he would come out. Um, and and what what I'm hoping is that whether Chris Rock forgives him publicly or behind closed doors, that Will can just move on with his life, regardless of what anybody else has to say, whether we like the apology or not. Mm-hmm. He did it for him. And um, I'm hoping that that is enough for him. And it has I don't think it has anything to do with his his business. I mean, he's a wealthy man. He's a wealthy man. I mean, his career wasn't over, you know, but he had enough money. I don't think it's about the, the projects or anything. I really think it came from his heart. Will's got to be worth a half a billion at this point. I mean, he's worth a lot. I don't know what it is. I but it, it, even if it's not just him, think about his whole family. Usually a man who's worth a whole lot of money or, or the success in the family, they're doing it for all the other people. They know that they have mm-hmm. to pay for their kids and their grandkids and, you know, so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. his family's already making money. His wife does. His kids do. You know, um, he's straight. That's true. Yeah. Let me tell you what's bothering me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock will not meet with Will Smith. He won't have a conversation with him on, on the phone or off the phone. Mm-hmm. But wants to tee off on him on stage. Yeah, and yeah, That's, talk to everybody else about it. I don't like that. It's just not cool. Don't get me wrong. It's his situation. Yeah, yeah, he can yeah, handle yeah. it however he wishes. But you can't say, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. But I am ready to tell these 20,000 people. Mm-hmm. Seems, seems a little yeah, wrong. It's starting, it's starting to look like a, like I don't know. I don't like that move. I'm with you. 1-800-920-1580, 1-800-920-1580. We finish up the 7 Series on the other side, and you are minutes away from the Raw Report. And man, oh man, it's a good one tonight. Danny Mo Show, KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Real talk, real time. The gospel, the gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. And you're also checking out the seven series, seven reasons why forgiveness is good for the soul. Number six is it helps you get healthy. 
Yeah, speaking of health, we were talking about it a few minutes ago. According to psychology today, I had to look it up because I want you to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Quote, negative emotions rob your energy and take a toll on your body, mind, and spirit. Anger, anxiety, depression, and undue stress generate a negative influence on your body. These can cause elevated blood pressure, heart rate, and the feeling of being out of control. The intensity can run the gamut from mild discomfort to very intense physical reactions, end quote. So yeah, not being able to forgive someone can actually send you to the doctor. Shocking but true. Don't let fury overtake you and rob you of a healthier you. And that's the sixth reason why forgiveness is good for the soul. Mm-hmm. I, I, I buy into that. You think it can mess with your heart and your health? Definitely, because if you're keeping something in, you know, obviously it can start to wear on you internally. Well said. And here's number seven, uh, growth. Get better. Every day, I do the same thing. I don't care how grown you think you are. I don't care what your educational level is. I don't care how much you've accomplished in your career. We are all always steadily trying to get better. That is what growth is. Seeing issues within yourself and working to handle them in a healthier fashion as we navigate through this thing called life. And forgiveness is a part of this life. And it's also a part of growth. And the quicker you are to forgive someone shows the growth like you've never experienced before. And even better, it shows you peace. Mm. And that's the seventh and final reason why forgiveness is good for the soul. It's one of my favorite words ever. You are a master of it. I love it. You got it. What did you put? I think it was today. Like, give the people you love. What did you say? Their flowers. What did you say? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just make sure that you tell your friends how dope they are. Come on. You know, and and that you show them how valuable they are. Because, you know, I think friends, family, whomever, whomever's around you in your circle, I think we oftentimes take people for granted. And, you know, they just become regular to us. And so, um, yeah, I think it's important to stop and give people their flowers. That line that you gave me from Dwayne Martin, I've been using it, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Repeat that real fast as we go into news and traffic. He said, uh, oftentimes when you're standing next to a building, you don't know how big it is until you have to go across the street or, or, you know, from afar. You have to watch something from afar to understand that you were standing next to a giant. Woo! That is a think nugget. about think about standing next to the Statue of Liberty. You look at it. Have you ever seen the Statue of Liberty? I've been. I've not gone inside, but I stood next mm-hmm. to it, and I was just like, "Oh, it's pretty cool. Like it's big." But then you don't you don't see all the details, and you don't see all of its you know mag the magnitude of what it is until you go a little bit further away, and you're like, "Yo, Yo. that is the Statue." The whole <laughs> Liberty. time, like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a nugget. News and traffic right now. Your Rob Report is coming up in a few. This is the Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580, where Black Lives Matter. Stay there. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. You're also inside a spirited Rob Report now that she's back on the scene. <laughs> nah, me. <laughs> we were wrapping up the topic of Mystical. We are so disappointed in this man, um, rapper Mystical, who uh, his his real name is is Michael. Um, listen, I'm sure you've heard he's been arrested for rape and, and a number of other things. And this is for the third time. And uh, quickly, Masika Kalisha, who was a um, reality star whatever you may or may not know who she is however she made a statement that i think many people can agree with she said mystical being arrested for rape for a third time only means that he was only held accountable three times 
She said, ain't no telling how many women this sicko actually sexually assaulted. Lock his disgusting tail up and throw away the key. He has been proven or he has proven that he doesn't deserve freedom. And I think that's a really good point. You know, how many times has he actually done it versus how many times he's being held to the fire for it and being held accountable? We don't know. I think a lot of women are afraid to come out in, in situations like that because maybe not him and his power, but who who he's associated with. Women are afraid to be uh, called you know, garden tools. Mm-hmm. I mean, because this is what we do as a, mm-hmm. as a society. We we totally um, come at these these women. So, unfortunately, uh, I, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with it. I'll, I'll clearly keep my uh, my ear to the streets to see what's going to happen with mystical. Let me be very careful in what I'm about to say. Okay. I don't understand how someone in his position could do it. I don't understand. You got money. You have power. You have, you have influence. Mm-hmm. You got fame. I don't understand. And some people say it has nothing to do with sex. It's a power thing. It's mm-hmm. a, I get all that. Mm-hmm. But if Mystical walks into any club in America, he going to do all right for himself. You think so? I do. Okay. If they announce Mystical's here and they put his song on... It's owning cracking. It could could be uh, to, to some women. I don't think all. However, um, this is something that I've heard and that I agree with. If a man who has all of those different things, or a woman, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. But if a, a specifically right now, since we're talking about a man, if a man has all of those different things and a woman um, who is secure in herself, who is not moved by your money, your fame, your power, and she turns you down. Oh, I see where you're going. So he... He he finds some alone time with her somewhere, mm-hmm. and she wasn't giving him. She's not fawning all over him like right. the other women in the club or right. whatever. And he goes, "Oh, you uh, you about you, to you yeah. gonna give me what I want?" Exactly, exactly. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's a great explanation too. Yeah, I've never seen it that way. Just from what I've I've had discussions about this in the past, I think that. Uh, for men who are in that position, who have actually done things like that and have been convicted of things, and we know a few, um, I think that could be the reason. Mm. Yeah. That makes it even more twisted. It is. It's very twisted. You it's very narcissistic. Down. It is just, uh, there's so many issues with that. But we're that, that anyone, number one, who's, who does something and acts like that is already off the charts yeah. mentally. You're already, you know, you're already way left. So how so. did he get a chance to do it twice? Or three times. No, twice. You're talking about... After he did it the first time. Oh, how, two more how does, times. How does somebody get an opportunity to, to be a repeat offender? That, that's a good question. I just don't know. I don't know enough about this case and him and what he's done in his past and what he's been, you know, um, charged with or arrested for. I don't know enough about it. Um, I, I want to really look into it. I really yeah. want to figure it out. We just know that he... Um, He's on this list of people who need to apologize. Someone else who needs to apologize, at least Twitter is saying, is Beyonce. Beyonce, they're telling her she needs to go ahead and po- I really want to know what you got to think of or what you have she to say about this. apologize for that terrible album she put out a few days ago. Oh, my goodness Sorry. Gracious. Sorry. Okay. A- Andy well, agrees with me. Sorry. Listen, I'm agreeing with you. I'm not necessarily. <laughs> I'm not a. I, and I love Beyonce. I'm not a fan of the album. There are probably four cuts that I'm like, okay, this, 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 I could do with this. Maybe three, maybe four. Uh, it is not an album that I'm playing on my, on my playlist. The Alien song is okay. Uh, Church Girl is, is a banger. Church Girl is all over Twitter right now. And no. Um, what's the America song? 
Oh, America's Got Problems? That, mm, nah, nah, nah. Uh, there, first of all, there's no bangers on that album. Let's stop. stop right <laughs> Ch- Church Girl is probably banger-ish. That's, that, that's it. And I was, <laughs> and I got online after the album drops. I said, I want to see what these critics are saying. Rolling Stone gave it uh, a four and a half stars. Mm. Uh, I think Billboard gave it a, a perfect score. Wow. And all these big sites are giving it a perfect. And I go, am I falling behind? Or is it because it's Beyonce and the Beehive will come for you if you give it a negative review? They will burn right. your building down. <laughs> they will find you. Say to Beyonce's album. No, is that's I'm, true. I'm here to tell you, I think the album is garbage. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I, think, I think there are some people who would agree with you, um, including myself, including Andy. You know, that's what's up. Because we really, we really know music. Andy doesn't right? agree. He doesn't agree that the album is trash? He says a few on there. Well, you said I th- you, you said that he's, he agreed with I you. I thought he was nodding. No. Oh, but he says... He says it's, it's okay. cool. It's cool. He okay, okay, he said it's cool. Um, th- this is what I will say about it. You have to let it. You have to let it play a couple times. There are several albums like that where things will start to play on or start to no. grow on you. You, you know, know an feels- album is a banger the minute you turn it on. That's true. This is true. It's like when I listen to Drake's latest album and I say, "Ooh, this is." But let, let me terrible. let me okay on on the flip side. Let me say this before I get into why uh, Beyonce has to apologize. I will say this: when Brandy put out her B seven album, I didn't like it. I know. And <laughs> this is oh, this is because I have such high standards for for Brandy uh vocally when the album came out I was just like huh too much auto tune. It was n- I don't know if right yeah, yeah, come on. Now. Well here's here's the thing. I think a lot of what you think is auto tune is really her stacking. Okay. She really is that vocally talented where it's stacking. I love you know I love her. Yeah, and I'm not even coming for you. I'm just saying okay. I think I think what you think is auto tune is stacking. Okay. But I'll say this. I listened to the album and I was like, huh. I was mm. disappointed. Then I kept listening to the album and I was like, yo, what didn't I hear the okay. first time? And furthermore, it's actually a masterpiece. I was, no, okay, 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 okay. That was too soon. That was too soon for you. That was too soon for you. Okay, 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 I get it. Let me tell you, though. Pump your brakes No, listen, as someone, listen, we can all acknowledge the fact that I've been deemed (laughs) a a, a musical analyst who's really, like, certified. Real talk. Okay, so if that, if, if I'm being credited with that, I'm saying that her album B7 is actually a masterpiece. You got to get past the you got to get past the notion of like it's garbage. You got to get past the notion of okay, I think it's auto-tuned too much, all of that. If you just have no expectations cuz that's what I had to do. I had to lay down all expectation, sit there and just let it play. And then once I got all of that my expectation out, I sat there and I just rode with it and I was like, this is incredible. So why don't you give Beyoncé that same grace? Because I have to Put all expectations, because I have a high expectation for Beyonce as well. So I have to put aside my expectation and listen to the album several times and let it play through. So I think once I had done that, and I'm not, I haven't done it all the way quite yet, but I've listened to, you know, a few and I'm like, all right, all right. Okay, that one's cool. It's, It's better than what I thought initially. So I think if we did that. Again, the key is putting aside your expectations and then giving it a fair chance. I know you're going to say why she needs to apologize, but real quick, I was reading the article on Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. and they said something that really got me upset almost. They said Michael Jackson in his career was making the best music early on in his career. Then he got to bad, and the descending of his quality hmm. started there. They said Prince did the same thing. 
came out on fire. And the further he went on, 1999 and so on, a sign of the times, his music didn't get better. It got worse. Mm. And it said Madonna also struggled to hang on to her, you know, being a diva late in her career. It said, with this album, it seems like Beyonce is doing the opposite. Mm. She made mediocre music in the beginning. And now the older she's getting, she's making far more quality entertainment. And I said, that's not true. It, what people are giving her props for is uh, she's 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 getting outside of her box. The people, the box that that usually you are in, and everybody does this, by the way. Every genre does this. Comedians, they're at their height, like they're at their peak when they first come out. They are striving for greatness. They're striving to prove that they are funny, um, talented, and all of those different things. Like Kevin Hart, for instance, you know who Kevin Hart is. You know his style. So it's not that he doesn't work. He's probably the king of work right now. So it's not that. It's just that it's not that same level of like, I have to prove how funny I am. Listen, Mm. y'all know I'm funny. So I don't have to strive for that sort of greatness. And I think a lot of artists do that. With Beyonce, it's just that she, she decided to hit us with a completely different type of album. It's like a completely different genre. So I think, um, you add that little like church girl is a great example of adding that 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 hood Beyonce with the you are so not having it. Y'all should see Danny's face right now. It's Sir, hilarious. Lemonade is a masterpiece. Okay. Well, like I told you, I'm not to necessarily me. a fan of Renaissance right now. I'm, I have I'm, to listen to it several more times in order I'm, to be on the I'm, I'm Rolling saying, Stone. But you can't tell me that uh, uh, Naughty Girl wasn't a banger. Yeah. You can't tell me that If I Were a Boy wasn't a banger. You can't tell me Irreplaceable, shout out to Neil once again, wasn't a banger. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me Crazy in Love wasn't a... She was on fire back then making far better music. Mm. It seemed like today... You're saying that off of this one album. I, I can't let you just go ahead and... And it is off of one album. I yeah, admit that. I, yeah, I can't, I, can't, I can't sign but on to Lemonade that. Lemonade was... I thought Lemonade was amazing. Lemonade was amazing, and she had a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, you know, she had what do you call it? Some encouragement, some inspiration. Yeah, for she Lemonade. was cheated on. <laughs> so, Are we <laughs> she had a lot of inspiration for Lemonade. And, and by the way, were they blaming Beyonce on that one? No, no one blamed Beyonce because she's the hero. There you go. What? So why does she get that grace? Because she's the hero. Is it because she's Beyonce? Yes. When, when, <laughs> when Chris Brown and Rihanna had their incident, were they blaming Rihanna? Both Rihanna, that's a tough one. I mean, they're both the hero, Mm. right? And so you had, I mean, people, I think, place blame appropriately in a situation like that. Like with Jay-Z, they they place the blame appropriately. And um, because you're not, if if Beyonce was a no-named or, you know, a young woman who was on her rise trying to come up, of course. They would have thrown her under the bus. They would have, of course. What do you expect? That's Jay-Z. He's the head of, you know, everything. He's on top, blah, 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 blah. But she's Beyonce. Mm. How can you say that about her? All right. Now, why does she need to apologize other than for this album? Well, one of the, the <laughs> horrible songs on the, on the Renaissance, I was just playing. One of the songs that's on her Renaissance album, which is, by the way, only act one. She's got two and three coming still. So maybe she will redeem herself to, <laughs> in Danny's eyes. One of the songs is called Heated. And she used a word. Um, oh, yeah. Can I even say this word? I mean, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to offend it's not nobody. A slur. This is what they're saying. They're saying she ha- she has a, a, a line on there that says "spazzing on that a spaz on that a," right? 
And we know in the hood, we know spaz to be a word that's like, yo, you spazzing out, you mm-hmm. wilding out. Like it, it's one of those kinds of words. It's like an eighties term, actually. Yeah, it, it comes from way back. Well, um, Twitter, well, Twitter recently got a hold of Lizzo, who, by the way, had that same word on one of her songs, and they, they, they called her out and drug her through the mud to where she changed the word or removed the word from her song. So they're saying, hey, if we did it with Lizzo, we got to do it with Beyonce. Crazy. Beyonce actually went ahead and removed this the word spaz on her um on her album on that song. But the reason is let me let me explain in case you are curious about it. Um the word not used intentionally in a harmful way, um, it's gonna be replaced. But let me tell you what the word means. Uh it's it's an offensive term for disabled people from um again from that song uh Renaissance. And basically it's it's a derogatory reference to a medical term called spastic diplegia. Right. Right? Am mm-hmm. I saying that in the same term? I don't term, know if right? you're saying the term right. Well, it's a form of uh, cerebral uh, palsy that people have, again, they've, they've said that that's a derogatory word, spaz. Is you know, but we don't, in our community, we don't know it to be so. So she agreed to change it. I don't know if she's going to apologize for it but she at least uh to help that community feel better she is going to change the word or remove the word i think this one went too far but you know what i can't be mad at it and here's why as we go into news and traffic here when was the last time you heard the f word as it relates to homosexuals when was the last right. time you heard the k word as it relates to jewish people when was the last time you heard the r word as it relates to disabled people because they made sure mm-hmm. that society said, you ain't using that word. Mm-hmm. This is happening now. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we're using the N-word left and right. Meanwhile, we're putting it in our freaking songs and calling each other that word every single day. Mm. And then when a white person at Dillard's says that to a 10-year-old black boy, we lose our minds. This is why we lose it. Mm. Tell me what you think of that on the other side. Yeah. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. You're inside the Raw Report. Danny Morrison Show right now. News and traffic. Check it. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Now back to more of the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk I think it's going to die pretty quick. 
but you know she's got two more albums coming it's it's a trio of a of a project so we'll see yeah um they they are uh <laughs> she's projected in her number one uh week to have 275 and 315k sales uh, based on first day sales and streams, I mean, it's still going to put her at number one. It's definitely not doing what what her uh, like lemonade and all of that mm-hmm. used to do. Um, you, we just had an interesting conversation about these new artists, sort of, kind of like replacing. Want to take it to the mic? I, please do. I, I would like to hear. Annie and I had a conversation last week while you were gone, and I read an article which I believe on Billboard magazine as well. They were saying that this new generation of artists are in the process of taking the place of those that we see as superstars. Mm -hmm. Your Drakes, your Kendricks, your Adele's, your Beyonce's, Mm -hmm. all of them. Jack Harlow, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, uh, Post Malone. They are taking their places on the charts. All the people I just named that we've seen as godly, all of their last albums flopped. All of them. Even Adele's album didn't Which is do well. Really crazy. Kendrick Lamar's album is gone already. So they're saying, because Lizzo's got the number one song in the country right now. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. Are we witnessing a shift right now? Are these artists I just know, your Lil Nas X, your Jack Harlow's, are they the new generation and are we steadily being moved out the way? I cringe at the thought. It could be it could be possible, but I cringe at the thought because it's the same thing. Like you mentioned, we witnessed it before as well. Like think about this. Think about oftentimes how many times we've mentioned, you know, some of our greats and some of our favorite, you know, musical artists and our top sevens when we do our verses and we have people call in like, What about Aretha Franklin? And we're like, Not of our time. Imraj, if you call right now, we're gonna fight. That's all <laughs> What about what about the temptations? Yeah, I mean, th- this is what happens because at one point they were the greatest. They were, you know, on top of their game. And then we we're like, you know, there are younger artists, you know, fresher. Um, it, not to say that we're taking that away from these icons, right? But we've witnessed people in our day and age who um, who have come in and taken over the charts. So is that what we are witnessing but right here's now? here's the difference, at least to me. Okay. I grew up on the hip hop to hip it to hip it to hip hip hop. Yeah. But when the hip-hop generation changed and Run DMC came in, Public Enemy came in, even N.W.A. came in in the late 80s, mm-hmm. you, you knew that was raw talent. All them cats were mad talented. Mm-hmm. Then it happened again at the end of the 90s. All that 90s R&B and hip-hop that you and I both love so much. Yeah. When Eminem came in in 2000, when Nelly came in in 2001 or whatever, mm-hmm. and then all these artists, these MCs start coming in, you go, them cats are talented. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to say <laughs> that Lil Nas X, Jack Harlow, Post Malone are better than what we than Drake and I don't think Big Sean and right, K Dot? Right, right. No, no, it's not that they're better. I think that they're different, and I think that um, this is what's giving them their credit right now. But I want to mention something because uh, the next story that I was going to mention, which also is Beyonce related, I'm sure you also read about Diane Warren, who um, had, you know, just a, a simple little tweet that I think really got misconstrued. By the way, Diane Warren is one of the, the greatest writers of our that make, will I think will ever the the greatest writer could, that we probably have ever w- witnessed and maybe for quite some time that. 
the world will witness. Her and David Foster. Yes, exactly. David Foster, he's right definitely there. in there. But uh, the um, two. But this woman, um, she's responsible for hits like that we know from Monica, For You, I Will. She also wrote for Beyonce, I Was Here, Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart, Celine Dion, mm. uh, Because You Loved Me, Brandy, Have You Ever, mm. Whitney Houston, I Didn't Know My Own Strength, Rihanna, Music of the Sun, uh, Leanne Rhymes, How Do I Live, some of these huge records. Monster huge. Yeah, I mean, she was just in charge of, uh, I mean, of writing those. She wrote a tweet, <laughs> and this is how Twitter will drag you. But you and I'll, I'll tell you where, yeah, I'll tell you where it started and where it's going from here. But uh, Diane Warren wrote, "How can there be twenty four writers on a song?" And people immediately uh, thought that she was bashing Beyonce, who who she's written for and worked with, because on Beyonce's album, the the one uh, that that Danny does not like. Terrible. <laughs> on that album there is a song called alien superstar that has that many uh, uh writers on this song and instantly dream came at her neck I mean, and people did not like it he said uh he wrote back to diane warren saying you mean how how does our black culture have so many writers well it started because we couldn't afford certain things starting out so started sampling and it became an art form a major part of the black culture hip-hop in america had that era not happened who knows you good that's what he said he said by the way i know it's not a a one-on-one writing contest you're looking for from no one over here you don't want that smoke i can't even believe oh my god you don't want that smoke i didn't see that part and you know i love you but come on stop acting like stop acting like your records haven't been sampled I can't believe Dream even attempted. Don't get me wrong. I am a fan of Dream. I am a fan of Dream. And solo hits too, by the way. I can't believe he told her, you don't want that smoke. He doesn't know who she is. Diane Warren. There's no way he knows who she is. He said, I, and you know I love you. So he's clearly stating that he knows who she is. He didn't look her up. (laughs) No, to be to be in that field. Where we're you know in the writing field and in the music genre, you have to know those around you. It's like getting into the NBA and not knowing who the greats are, the icons are. He has to know who she is. So he's just ignorant. Is what I think that he is just pompous. I mean, for him to say something like "You don't want that smoke" to Diane Warren, Diane Warren, he thinks that his. I mean, he has mega hits as well, but in this time, this in this genre, right? Um, she has crossed over to the the legends of the world she is i'm telling you you can make the case she's the greatest of all time yeah, I'm, I'm i'm right there with you um anyway people baby, did baby not face right there too by the way oh definitely baby definitely face right he, he 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 he's there he ain't where she he is ain't where she at. he is not where diane warren is but baby face don't you better put some respect on That's that exactly man's right name. yeah <laughs> he puts on you better do it um they didn't like that. Some people were like, listen, do you know? And they started reading all her her you know credits and stuff, and they started coming at the dream's neck. But this is the point that uh, that I wanted to make. Is he right in that, you know, we had to start sampling in the in the black culture? And maybe this is what's contributing to some of these artists right now who are like, listen, yeah, you guys are great, Drake, Beyonce, all of you, but I'm even standing on the shoulders of you Come and on. I'm creating new music to give to this new uh, this new generation. So is that fair to say, yeah, we're kind of coming in and, and not replacing, but just 
scooting all over a little bit and making a lane for ourselves b- based on even what the dream is saying. Like, you know, the, the art form of, you know, sampling music and turning what we even love into something newer. You are. Do you remember about a week and a half ago we were dismantling Kim Burrell? Mm, right? Yeah. For her comments. Yeah. And then at the end you said, she, what she's saying though? <laughs> yeah. There's some truth to what she's saying. Yeah. Same with the dream. Mm. Him giving credits to all those artists, he's saying, look, I'm standing on their shoulders. I'm going to make sure that they get writing credits forever so they can feed their families for the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But just don't come for Diane Warren. Right. You could do, you know, be respectful of Diane and still give love to our ancestors or the predecessors or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. But Diane Warren is the goat. She is. And by the way, loves our culture. She is she, she Warren loves our culture. She clearly listen to all of the people who I who I listed off. Um, she she Diane was like, listen, I, I don't want that smoke. All yeah. right. She said, I didn't mean that as an attack or as disrespect. I didn't know this. And she actually said, thank you for making me aware of it. There you go. She said, no need to be mean about it, though. This is true. He didn't need to snap the way that just he did. Say, hey, just to let you know, I do that on purpose. And then we'd have been yeah. good. I think he could have been cool with his one tweet. He didn't have to do that follow-up. That's what kind of made me mad. But, um, yeah, so anyway, we don't. she said that she didn't mean that as an attack on Beyonce um, at all. She said she loves and respects Beyonce. And, of course, she's worked with her before. So they were trying to make her apologize. And, ultimately, she did did and i don't like that 1-800-920-1580 1-800-920-1580 you're inside the raw report danny morrison show kbla y'all stay right there from bakersfield to los angeles from middays to nighttime by george and wheezy danny morrison is moving on up at kbla talk 1580 real talk real time the gospel truth you're listening to the danny morrison show on kbla talk 1580 yeah, man, inside the Rock Report right now. What what else we got going on? Because, uh, you know, you've been gone for about a week and a half here. There's so much to talk yeah. about. Yeah, okay, I, I'm going to switch gears. I really want to ask you about this this uh, this Ohio teacher who quit his job to become a manager at Walmart because it pays $12,000 a year more. Wow. What do you think of that? Is he, people, I've seen a few different, you know, um, opinions on this. The guy's 28 years old. Again, he's in Ohio. He left his job after six years of being a teacher uh, to become a manager at Walmart. And he said um, he doesn't need to use his degree at Walmart as a manager. And um, now it says that he revealed he's making $43,000 a a year as a teacher. And now he's making $55,000 as a manager at Walmart. Which, How do you feel about that? Well, two things. Uh, Teachers are severely underpaid in this country. I think you and I both agree. Uh, Especially with this new generation of young kids. Could you imagine getting $40,000 a year to deal with this new generation of kids? This is a different generation. Mm. This hip-hop generation. They're different kids. It's it's different. They they cut different. Okay. (laughs) And the second thing is, I think he's tripping because that insurance that teachers get is amazing. Mm. I don't know. What state is that? Ohio. I don't know what the insurance is like there. I can tell you in California, teachers get bomb insurance. Mm. So you have to weigh. You might give up some access to medical care. Sure, Maybe a little more money in your bank account. Is it worth it? You got to family by family. You got to determine whether or not. But $12,000 more a year. So another grand in your paycheck every month. Okay. Hmm. Makes sense, I guess. So you could see where he's going with this, and you don't necessarily knock him for leaving his job as a teacher. But, God, you went to school all them years for it, though. Mm. I, don't, I don't understand. Why would... Some people, I mean, it, it, he's again, he's 26 years old, or excuse me, he's 28, and I guess 
at this stage in the game in his life, he's just like, you know, chasing the money. And and that part I can I can understand. Yeah. We've all been there. Then as you get older, certain things you know, outweigh other things. And you're like, listen, no, I just like, for instance, you probably was in the club when you were younger, really in the club like that, like every weekend, every night, whatever. And then as you get older, you're like, listen, I just want to chill with my family. I want to be home or whatever. So I can't knock the guy. He's in his uh, chasing mode right now. No, he's not married and no kids. I'm assuming. I don't know about that, but uh, if that is the case, I go, go and chase that bag. man. Chase it's the all bag. Good. I tell young people all the time and, you know, church people cover your ears. Uh, your 20s are for acting a fool. Mm. Go on, drink what you want. Go on, smoke what you want. Go on, sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. Just, yeah. Mm. Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Okay. But your 20s are about expiration. It is, yeah. Try to figure out who you want to be with, what you want to be, where you want to go, where you want to live. Travel. See the freaking world. Go. Then you want to come back and settle down. Do that in your 30s. Right around 28, 29, 30, somewhere in there, you should be figuring out what you want to do. Yeah, I agree. And, And try to make as much money as you can. And he could always fall back on his degree. They're mm-hmm. always going to need teachers. So, you know, if it, if it doesn't pan out at Walmart, then I guess he could always go back. Listen, there is something that I want to hear from you because the man, Denzel Washington, who we all love, um, has uh, there's a clip that has resurfaced of him responding to a reporter when the reporter asked if Malcolm X was preaching hate uh, <laughs> or <laughs> violence. And so I want to know what you um, hate and violence. Let me let me hear what you got to say about this. Listen to this clip. Well, you know, he would illustrate it this way. Is is the sheep preaching hate when he says, I'm not going to let the wolf eat me anymore. If the wolf comes in here, next time he comes in here, I'll do whatever I have to do to keep him off my back. Is the sheep violent or is the wolf the violent one? Mm. He wasn't teaching hate. He was teaching common sense. You know, somebody's knocking you over the head, stop him. Do whatever you have to do to stop him. You know, the, the ones that were knocking him over the head were afraid of them. Of the fact that he might swing back. So they said, no, he's teaching hate. He's violent. I will tell you what I think on the other side. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Raw Report. Inside the Danny Mo Show. KBLA Talk 1580, y'all. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Public health. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Yeah. Man, now you just played that uh, Malcolm X clip. Of course, he's not preaching or teaching hate. He's not. He's preaching defense. Mm. He's preaching self-respect. He's preaching do not let anybody take you for granted or throw you under the bus or, you know, harm you in any way, shape or form. Always fight Mm -hmm. for what's right. Mm -hmm. Even you may lose a few friends in the process, you know, but always make sure. I know I live by that creed and so do you. We always go try to give grace and give love to whoever. Mm -hmm. Even if someone is, you know, actively trying to harm us, we will do our best to try to find a silver lining in that situation. But at the end of the day, I'm going to protect my health, my heart. I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to do what I got to do. Yeah. And he's saying, do what you got to do to protect yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the first thing I thought of was um, protesters. You know how they say, you know, they're rioters, they're thugs, they're this and that and the other. And it's that whole idea of um, y'all keep coming for us you keep you know so so are you calling it violence and hatred because i'm protecting myself because i'm i'm basically batting you off with a stick you know what i'm saying like that's the first thing i thought of honestly he said that so uh so well and i think that was actually malcolm x's uh his own um 
I don't know if he said it and, and maybe he was recapping what he said. I'm not sure. Or if that was Denzel's own response, I'm not sure. But yeah, um, I just thought that it would be interesting to hear your perspective on that. It's um, gaslighting. White people do it all the time. It's, mm. it's gaslighting. That's all it is. How can what, this Black Lives Matter? What does that mean? Yeah. Does it mean you don't like white people? They, they'll do that to you. Mm. He, there, there's there's another story I'm going to bring up at some point, and I, I would love to talk about it. But this the the viral uh, story of the horse named Black Lives Matter, who was uh, who suddenly died from uh, just a, a random, not a random, but a routine uh, maybe surgery or something. I think he was going to be castrated or something like this. Anyway, um, the owners came to pick him up. The horse was dead. And his name is Black Lives Matter. It's it's, a, it's an interesting story. I'm I, wondering where you, where you going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be the queen of the storytelling. That was the worst one ever. No, that that was I did exactly what I was supposed to do. I kept you on a, a cliffhanger, and now you're you want to know about it. I'm here. Exactly. Story time with Robin has that? returned. <laughs> Even though the rest is in Puerto Rico or something. <laughs> News and traffic. (laughs) That was a bomb, Rob Report. (laughs) News and traffic right now. Roger, we see you. Q, we see you. We have got some upon further review clips on the other side. This is the Danny Mo Show. Stay there. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Keep you in motion with nearly 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores and over 17,000 Napa Auto Care centers. The Napa Network has everything you need to get up and go. This is a rather bold pronouncement, but we think we can back it up. Back it up. Back it up. If you come across a radio frequency anywhere, putting more variety and more diversity on the air than KBLA Talk 1580, we sure would like to hear about your discovery. You got to have vision. You can search. We are confident that you won't find more shows covering more topics, hosted by a more diverse and inclusive lineup of talkers than the squad we have assembled here at KBLA Talk 1580. This is the time, brothers. This is the time. We've got something for everybody. That's right. Health and healing, history and humor, issues and events empowerment and entertainment all in one station what's really going on free enterprise you did kbla talk 1580 yes. oh yeah oh yeah we got a lot to talk about king kong ain't got on me on me on me girl i'm in love with you baby and i want you to know that i'm hooked on your body and i'm trying to be yours say what you want Woo. about the dream this song was fired up. Radio Killer. Uh, she rocking that thing like Danny Morrison. Show KBLA. Let's go. We did up like a roller. Oh, oh, oh. Chick, where you at? Where you there? Bikini up. She going right. She going right. I had it up. Myself. I got it. He could be the dumbest man of all time, cheating on Christina Milian. That being said, <laughs> that song might tear it all. Oh my god! There's so oh. he's got several songs that are in the playlist that I'm like, are you kidding me? Whew. Say what you Straight want. Straight knockers.
because the dream is amazing. Like, anybody going to deny his talent. He, yeah. he fouled for doing that to, to Diane Warren. But at the same time, no one's going to deny the dream got talent. He can't mm. sing. His voice is about <laughs> as strong as a wet paper towel. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but as far as making hits and production, Dream's a, a genius. Yeah. Uh, we have got some upon further review clips coming, but we got to get to the phones. Roger, been on the phone for a little while here. Roger, give me your height, your color, and your hood, Roger. Oh, man. Okay, let me play your game. Height, I'm six foot three. <laughs> color, I used to be light skinned, but I'm dark skinned now because I've got too much sun. And my hood, which is not a hood, is Burbank. Burbank, check it in. Drop that. Come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Justin Bieber tonight. Oh, I'm sorry, you know? Uh, no Justin. <laughs> and, and, and Robin, we missed you. Uh, uh, we're glad you're back. Danny, Danny, didn't you miss her? Come on, Danny. I've been saying it all Danny, show. What are, you, <laughs> what are you talking about? I need to hear you say it, Danny. I need to hear you say it. <laughs> I miss her because, you know, she does love, run okay, the show, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm jealous of her and everything, oh right? Goodness. You be holding on no, to stuff, Danny. don't you, Danny? Thank you, Roger. Thank I you. just needed to hear you say it, Danny. And, and Danny, I missed you, too. Oh, yeah, you, you put two uh, and two together on that. Thank you. I'm, I'm so we're all <laughs> You probably missed me with a gun. That's what <laughs> you need to aim better. We're, we're, we're one big happy family. And in fact, uh, you know, since I was on hold for about five minutes, so this came to me. Uh, Danny, you can't, you can't be Batman without Robin. You know, uh, that's very well played. I like wow. it. Well played. Yeah. Hold, hold it. I'm not through yet since I oh. was on hold for such oh a short God. time. I see that you were doing so well. You just go ahead. We going off the rails already. Go ahead. But Danny, your Robin is not the boy wonder. Your Robin is the Wonder Woman. Ooh. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Very well done. I love it. Okay. And here's the thing: case- both of them, both of them are DC Comics too. It works. Man, I was on hold for. If I was on hold a little bit longer, maybe I could have came up with more. But you know, five minutes, you can't. You can't come up. And and and, and just in case the boss is listening, Mister Tavis Smiley, even though Norm Nixon was calling him Travis. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, people make that mistake all the time. <laughs> and but we won't go there. And, and this is to Tavis. Tavis, this is the number one show. I don't know, but it's something about the two of you. Oh, wow. and look, and, and let me tell you, this is coming from somebody who used to call in the Rush Limbaugh in the eighties. What? I used to call I used to call in the Sean Hannity when he was in Huntsville, Virginia. He didn't have but three listeners, which you, I was one of. What are you doing calling Sean Rush Hannity. Limbaugh that racist? What are you doing calling his show? Well, that was before y'all even knew what talk radio was. I said in the eighties. This was before anybody knew what talk radio was. But what I, I, the reason I'm saying that is that I know good talk radio. Mm. And I know the two of you got, that's what I'm saying. I'm telling your boss, Tavis, you sold your house for this radio station here. You better put your stock in these two right here, Mm. you know, because these two, this is, and, and, and I, I know Tavis. I'm Case. I like Tavis. I knew pie. I was there when Tavis was making his little first book, Hard Left. I still got you signed it for me. Wow. He signed Hard, guess what he signed for me in Hard Left, you know, because we both frat brothers. He signed Meet you at the top 
and say, Tavis, I've been waiting for you. When are you going to get here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I will pass this <laughs> but, information on for sure, my man. But, but let, let, me, let me come in quickly on the apology thing. They finally found Carolyn Bryant. She was hiding in Kentucky. They got pictures on, on Daily Mail. She, you know, she's an older woman. She's got oxygen mask. And I was thinking, I said, do we really want to drag this woman in the court at 88 years old or whatever? And I don't really think that she – she said the boy whistled at her. That's all she said. She didn't tell her husband to go out there and kill him. Oh, you're talking you about know? Emmett Till's so accuser? Yeah, the Emmett Till uh, accuser, you know, Carolyn Bryant. They finally found her. They've been looking for her. They thought she was in North Carolina, but they found her in Kentucky. They got pictures all over the Internet. You can see it, Daily Mail or whatever site you go on. And I'm thinking, apology, I don't think, after she said Emmett Will for that, I don't think she wanted her husband to go out there and kill him. So, you know, if we drag this woman in and so, try to accuse her, accomplice the murder so, or whatnot. I don't care. How, how old was Bill Cosby when he went to jail? So, what I'm saying is, what, I, what I'm saying is, I need precedent set. Okay, I need white people in the future to know if you falsely accuse a lot of these brothers out here, you should go to jail. I don't care how old you are. So that's where I stay. No, they said he whistled. His cousins say it's no doubt. So he deserved he to lose his, his life if he whistled? Is that what you say? You ain't saying that, right? But what I'm saying, no, I'm saying Carolyn just told her husband he whistled at me. See, she didn't mean that husband was going to get crazy and go out there and kill him. Mm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So you're saying he she's was, not an so accessory I'm because she, she said that he whistled, but he, she's, she didn't tell her husband to go commit violence against his kid. So she's yeah, not an accessory. That, Right, so we want to drag her in at 88 years old and try to, and you know if they put a black on the jury like you, like you, then. <laughs> he's going to jail. But, he, but here's the thing. I've been reading for years that she has stuck to her story saying that Emmett Till whistled, right? You have to. And the cousins say whistle too. The cousins say he whistled. So you have to say she is somewhat an accessory in this entire thing. She's not free of no guilt at all, right? Well, no, the cousins say he whistled. The, the other cousins that went to the store, they said Emmett whistled. And they said they all jumped in the car and they took off because they thought she was going to get a gun and shoot him right then and there. If there's no question about whether he whistled or didn't whistle. Oh. All I'm saying is all she did was tell the husband he whistled. The husband flew off the handle, went running out there in the dark, you know, like jealous men. Or you know how jealous men, Robin, you can speak on jealous men. You know, you can tell once a man get jealous, and no telling what he'll do. But okay. I think <laughs> I have no we should extend some apology. We're we going off the rails again. Let, you know, no, no, the, but, the apology thing. But let me and ask so you. I let me ask you a question real quick, and I'll let you go because we are up against it. Here. If I told yeah. someone, if I told my homeboy, take the young boy, ten year old boy that was called the N word in Dillard's that I played in my opening monologue, and let's say that he told his father, Dad, that dude just called me the N word, right? And his dad killed that man. Mm -hmm. Is little man an accessory? Not if he really did it. I'm saying somewhat he is. Because he implored Not his father, who was really probably an aggressive man, to, to, to go and put hands on this man just by telling him that he did something harmful to him. So well, I'm telling you. As long as it's not a lie, the truth may hurt. <laughs> but the truth is the truth. I had to write that a hundred times when I got caught lying in class. I had to write, I will always tell the truth, even though the truth may hurt. And that sticks with me to this day. But anyway, you. you got a great show. And Robin, welcome back. Thank and don't you. leave Danny alone again. We're going to be playing Chicago. <laughs> if you ever That's what I'm telling you right now. We'll do it. You're the inspirations already loaded up right now. You think I'm playing. <laughs> All right. Thank, All right, Roger. Thank you. I appreciate you, Roger. Thank you. Uh,
I love that cat. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, Q will come up in here and say something disparaging to Robin. And <laughs> 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 we still got clips to get into. Danny Morrison Show. Stay there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From middays to nighttime. By George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. P220. Now back to more of the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm having a conversation about forgiveness tonight. And uh, let me read a few messages because I'm getting a bunch. Yes, he said. Uh, I hope Tavis was listening to that last caller. He was right about the show. Mm. Uh, we appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Alicia said. Uh, the only way we get to hear your voice is over the air. Well, yes, kind of the way it works. Um, <laughs> uh, Dina said, uh, listening to you in Miami, mm. and old habits die hard. Uh, she's talking about forgiving people. Yeah, that's true. That's real talk. And uh, there's a few more we'll get to by the end of the show. Let's get to the phones real fast. Q's been on hold for a little bit here. Q, give me your height, your color, and your hood, Q. Brother, Violet Black. <laughs> West L.A. West L.A., check it in, drop that. Come on, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on tonight? Hey, uh, Sister Robbie, welcome back. We miss you. Thank you. Thank wait, you. Wait, 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 wait. Well, y'all don't, you done downgraded her or what? It used to be Queen Robin, and now <laughs> she's just Sister Robin? What is she? She joined the nunnery or what? What's the deal? Is, no is that love a- loss. No love loss. Well, she, she has to work her way up. <laughs> there it is. Oh, there. I knew it was coming. I was waiting for it. You be, you be, you be pulling it out of them, though, Danny. You be, you be starting stuff. I'll be doing it on purpose. I am just for the for the record. I am and will always be a queen. Go ahead and play. The, come on, Andy. I mean, we already know. We already know the answer to the question. We got to play that. Thank you very much. There's no need to work up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good to hear from you, Q. <laughs> What's, what's on your mind tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, on two, uh, first on, on Denzel, but Denzel response uh, demonstrates how intelligent Denzel is and how idiotic with the uh, the end of the walk. Is that every time black person, black people start to uh, stand up for ourselves, white people always want us to speak according to their own perspective. Correct. They, they've forgotten that slavery is done. Mm-hmm. They've forgotten about that. So every now and then, they need to be reminded. And thank the deserve for his response. Now, on the subject of forgiveness, I have to agree with uh, um, the Queen, Robin, that uh, um, Will Smith's apology was you know timely it was uh, I think a perfect timing. So now the onus right now is on uh, uh, Chris Rock. So whenever he finished running around with a white girl, and he comes Ooh, Q, come on. <laughs> Ooh, Q, wow. You went lower than I would go, man. Wow. So, look, beautiful sisters out there. There are so many beautiful sisters out there. And I don't see why it can, you know, it have to. But, you know, that's his choice. But that is my, that's the way I look at it. That when he comes back to his senses, the onus is upon him. And he has to now uh, um, find a way 
and I get back to uh, Will Smith. So I think Will Smith did the right thing and at uh, the right time. I find it funny that Will Smith has been with Jada since the birth of Christ. Like, how long have they been together? 25 years or something? Yeah, 20-something years. And Jada, as we all know, is a black woman. And all people does is just disrespect that woman left and right. Mm. And they say, oh, he needs to leave her. That's all they do left and right. You got a whole lot of African-American actors out here that ain't checking for black women. Mm. Michael B. Jordan just started dating black women, by the way. Mm. Used to be on on yachts with all white women. Look it up. I'm not making this up. So we still give Will Smith a hard time. Give him credit. He's sticking by his queen, though, right? Yeah. And as far as Chris Rock is concerned, he's been single for how long? When did he and... A few years. What is her name? Um, Rock something. Rock what? Rock Rock, I think. (laughs) I can't remember her name. The uh, light-skinned woman. Wasn't it Keisha or something? Beautiful uh, young lady. But Chris has been single since. Right? Has it been tied to anyone? I think he he did start dating a woman. Um, you you're talking about from his marriage, or you're talking about from the, his marriage? Right. So I think he did start dating someone. He had a girlfriend, um, who I think they went public, and then they were together for a few years, and maybe had split after that. But he he now wants to settle down, and this lady Lane, what is her the actress Lane something? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, white girl. It's a really white girl, by the way. But I think that at this yeah. point in his life, in his career, he just wants somebody to share a life with. And How do you know? How do you know? What if, what if he has already been, what if he, you know, in his marriage, he had been in the marriage for however many years. What mm. if he really was just doing the settle down thing, had his kids, and he's like, look, let, let me just play. Let me have some fun. How come he can't do that? Why is it expected of him to be, you know, to settle down? Because I just saw him say it. He just said it on uh, oh, okay. on Heart to Heart. Have you seen that Heart to Heart interview? Never mind then. You need uh, to see that Heart to Heart interview. I didn't see the whole thing. Q, have you seen it? No, I haven't. But I saw I saw both of them in uh, what Croatia when they were somewhere. Oh, are, you, are, you, are you talking about the white girl? No, I'm talking about uh, Heart to Heart. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart and Chris Rock have an interview that's going viral on on YouTube right now because Kevin Hart's oh, no, got that no. new show called Heart to Heart. He interviews Chris Rock. It just dropped like a, about a week ago. And you got to hear him break down dating, his divorce, just everything. And well, then the question is, how come he couldn't settle down with the white woman? You got to ask Q well, that question. I'm just... <laughs> Q, why can't he settle down with a white woman? What's wrong with that? Because there are too many black, beautiful black women out there. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to you love who you love? Uh, come on, my brother. <laughs> I'm trying. So you mean there's not there's not a black woman out there he can love? Uh, we we, you that we gotta find the right you one. That, you know? Are you saying that there's not a black woman out there that he can love? You know, I just don't understand some of the uh these um uh so called celebrities, rich uh, those rich um and some of these athletes, once they make money then they feel that they're too much or uh, all of a sudden the black woman, uh, black man becomes a burden. Hmm. Let me, you know. there, there's a point that I want to make pertaining to that, though. We just t- recently spoke about black women who do their best to get educated, to be uh, well-rounded. And then at, at, at a certain point, you begin, you know, you know, you you expand your surroundings, right? You start to elevate to a point where you can no longer... Uh, even c- 
you can't relate to, mm-hmm. to people who are in your community. You can't relate to the black men who aren't doing this, the same as you are, right? Mm-hmm. Similarly, Chris Rock or men like that, black successful men, are are elevating to a point where maybe the women, not necessarily education-wise or, or monetarily, but maybe he can't find the woman who's going to really appreciate him, not because he's Chris Rock, but you see what I'm saying? But on just a regular level, maybe he's not finding that and he has to he has to expand his surroundings. He has to go out. He has to go, you know, um, across country or something like that and find different types of women. So there's a similarity in how black women are with black men once they succeed and how black men are with Listen, we see it all the time. They say that black men, once you become successful, he 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 goes over to the other side. The more successful a black man gets, the lighter the skin of the women he <laughs> this dates. This is what they say. And so s- similarly, yeah. I'm saying black women kind of do the same thing. Once you get educated and you start making a certain amount of money and your men in, who are supposed to be attainable for you aren't doing the same thing to meet you where you are, mm. then you start to, you know, start dating Others, white men and, you know, other other uh, races. Q, you buy that? Makes sense to me. Well, um, yes and no, but those who uh, perpetuate those uh, behavior, they need to be called out. You know, they need to be called out. What do they do because then? What, what do they do? They, they can be called out. I hear your point on that. But what do they yes. do about this, this, their circumstances? Where all of what? Uh, what do you mean? What second, their circumstances? Meaning, the, let's address the women that I talked about. The women who are seeking better, they are seeking more. They are becoming more educated. They are uh, they are making more money, and they are not meeting the men who can um, meet them where they are. Who can at least bring the same or more to the table? What do they do then? Do they just stay well, single until they meet a black man? You'd pro- you'd prefer that to meet a black man. Um, do they just stay single until they meet a very successful man who they're uh, compatible with, mm. um, attracted to, they, and all of that um, just for the sake of staying with a black man? There are many successful black men out there. Uh, uh, Robin, there are many successful black men out there that they can now um, date, but they just chose to go the other way. Right. The so, but, but so what you're saying is to stay single, regardless of if there's another man, a white, you know, Hispanic, uh, Asian, regardless of who, whoever comes near you that you may be compatible with, stay single just to meet, just to just until you meet a, a successful black man. Is what you're saying? No, they 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 don't have to be single. One thing that you and I, uh, I think we all can agree upon is that black people, we have a tendency to be more cordial, congenial to, with uh, other races than we are to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You probably give the black in a harder time than you would give to the white boy or Hispanic. You know? Yeah. So those things are there. She probably give the black man a hard time, more so than she would give the white boy or the uh, Hispanic. Now that is mm-hmm. true. She'll give him more of a uh, hard time. A black woman will give yeah. more hell to a black man that she's dating and have a higher bar for that black man than he mm-hmm. than she will other racial groups. Well, maybe that maybe that's because she knows the potential of a black man. Maybe she's saying, listen, you can do better. I expect you to do better because we come from the same place. So I'm holding you to the same standard that I would even hold myself or my own people, my own family. So like maybe it. maybe that's the reason why. Hmm. Q, 
you buy that? And also, I like it. No, I'm not. I'm not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> he is not of course not. It. Why right. do I even ask the question? He, of course, he doesn't agree with Robin on anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think she's making perfect sense. But I mean, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bear in mind, uh, um, when a black man and a black woman with the same qualification goes and seeks for a job, is given to the black woman first. True. You know. And the reason behind this, there is, um, what do you call it? Uh, oh, I call it systematic, uh, systematic uh, apartheid. What they, what they do is that they are stripping the black man of his manhood. When the white people went to Africa to bring their brothers and sisters out here, they, yeah, they knew that the black man is a protector, the provider for the family. Mm-hmm. And so, in order to, so what did they do? Just slavery, they reversed that. They even, Start uh, uh, beating, uh, whipping black uh, black men, and they'll call the black woman to look at look at the man. This is a man who's supposed to be protecting you. You know, mm. so they did all kinds of manners of evil towards the black uh, to the black man. They even, I believe, they said sometimes they even sodomized the black man. That man right in front of the uh, the black woman. I I, I agree with so, everything you're saying. I'm trying to see the correlation. Are you saying because the, the black man is, is that, go ahead? The correlation is this, because the sisters, sometimes they've forgotten where they're coming from. Okay. They've forgotten the history of the black man, uh, the plight of the black man. They've forgotten what the black man has to go through. The only reason and I push back on what you're saying is, I've, I've read the statistics on the air before. The least likely to date outside their race are black women. The least likely in the country. You're saying they're forgetting about the black men? They're the only racial group in the country no. sticking by black yeah. men. Sticking by yeah, their racial the, group. Okay, who was the who, uh, between the black man and the fla- and, and the uh, 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 and the black woman? Who was the first? Uh, which of these first was the first to sleep with the white man? With the white. I don't have that who stat was, in front. Oh, you're saying woman. who? Which racial group goes to the white man first? Uh, no, I bet that's Latina. No. I think between the black man and the black woman, which of these two was the first to sleep with the white man? With the white? With the white person? Oh, that's black men by black far. Men. It's not even close. No, black men. No, yeah. it was the woman. It no, was not. Nah. Black was, men are the most likely to date outside their race in this country. Well, yeah. it wasn't until recently. It wasn't until recently. But historically, it's always been like that. You know, all the uh, uh, the light-skinned brothers and sisters that were uh, were born during slavery and maybe post-slavery. Oh, uh, yeah. They were, you know? You're going back to enslaved days. Andy just said that's what you were saying. You're going back to enslaved days. I hear you. I don't hear him. (laughs) I don't hear him. What are we saying here? He's saying we're historically. Who's the first? Historically. It wasn't until recently that uh, black men started. uh, Black women uh, were being raped. That that was under duress, though, my friend. They were uh, were being, yes, I'm just uh, being raped in all kinds of manner. It wasn't until recently. That then when black people start making some money, that they started uh, uh, going towards the, the other side because right. the white men always put the, uh, the white woman as a, a trophy. So you're saying so be, the black men, be, because women were yes. forced to do it, they were the first to do it, yeah. Yeah. and no. it started a trend to where black women liked that, doing that it. Is just, that where we're that going tonight? Literally, literally. That's what he's saying. That, no, that I literally can't even get down <laughs> with that. 
That makes zero sense to me. It's technically true, but I just don't oh, buy wow. into That's, it. That makes zero sense. We're not gonna we're not gonna start we're not gonna start making it a, a trend and saying it. it isn't until recently because we're no, we're, we're basing this on sla- on on days of slavery. We're white. Where where black men were where black women were being raped by white men. Yes, it is some of them willingly, some of them unwillingly. Oh my gosh, oh, right. no, we Q, can't even do that. Q, no, thanks, sir. No, Q, sir. Thanks for the phone. Not call. willingly. No, no, no. No, Q, sir. Q, we got to bounce. No. Yeah. Q, Q, no. I gotta, I'm up against it. It's we got to bounce. Traffic. We will cut. <laughs> it is news and traffic. We got to get to news and traffic. Thanks for the call, my man. All right, my pleasure. Danny, I'm gonna need you to come a little bit, a little bit harder, man. I'm gonna need you to nah. I'm I pride myself on letting the callers talk. You, okay? I've seen you go off, sir. Oh my goodness, Q, we appreciate the call, but what? What? I'm tra- <sighs> news, news and traffic right now. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Morrison show. Stay there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. Real talk, real time. The gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Body's sitting on toes oh, no. How I'm shining with a fresh, fresh glow oh, no. Surrounded by so many oh. I'm a gigolo, always on the go Every time I turn around, I got another show Lead a club with about three in a row Jump in the six, cause I love Nick it Cannon, let's go. I only got one night in town hey. Tell me, baby, are you down? Bushes, we won't beat around Bushes, we just beat them out Feeling your mosquito blouse Seven jeans, black and Lebanese Head to her knees, please If you ever need a bash up from Ebony Just rock to the melody in bed with me, I thought you would never leave Wanna name me like a Marie You know the chain freeze, wrists be the same degrees Tryna get little mommy in a thing of breeze Only getting in for free if you came with me Cause I'm a grown man, I be 2K If I need a girlfriend, it won't be today Nah, I'm not tryna be your man Pimp bones in my body, rock them mighty hotty Rock them like lotty dotty Me and Kale's on the cottage Wanna see you drop it, shout it, ooh Tryna lead the club I'm a gigolo You were checking out the Danny Morrison show KDLA Talk 1580 Not a gigolo Robin don't look at me like that <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's get to some clips here Okay we, we were gonna start it at the top of the hour But phone lines went crazy And Q came in and offended everybody So we'll just <laughs> What the heck is going on Q Q never disappoints Gotta give it to him he consistent. He consistent, for sure. <laughs> he said, oh, Robin's back. Let me get on this phone real quick. <laughs> uh, check it out. Uh, I think I mentioned that uh, I want to bring you all, uh, upon further review, clips that you've all sent over the last few days. And uh, Robin will add to the mix, I'm sure. And his clips that extend the conversation on some of the topics we've touched on recently on the Danny Mo Show. And we had like four or five. We'll, we'll push the ones that we don't play tonight into the rest of the week, but... We got to talk about we this. We have to talk about this one. Now, Nick Cannon, I won't play the comments from Nick Cannon because they are kind of crass, okay? They're female hygiene comments, okay? Nick was quoted as saying, and I quote, 80% of women probably need assistance when it comes to female hygiene. There's this magnificent 20% that have no smell. End quote. Hand <laughs> <laughs> in it, busted up. Now, Nick said that. And the ladies over at Fox Soul said, 
what I couldn't. I'm going to play this clip. It's also a little saucy. Okay? <laughs> and I want to hear what Robin has to say. These are the ladies of Fox Soul talking about Nick Cannon. Listen. So he would know, you know, the, the checks and balances. <laughs> you know, I, come on with the generalizations. Yes. 80% Nick, you've been down to 100% of the women in the world. And you know, Nick, is it the caliber of ladies that you are ejaculating at? Um, Possibly. So let's just think about that. Perhaps you need to have a conversation with them about keeping their coochie tight and right and clean. I'm just saying, Nick. You, you know, they bad diets. Oh, oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna take a different stance. It ain't even the women's fault. It's a known fact that if you're with a man that's cheating on you or having raw dog sex with yes. other women, they can that's right. mixing the different pH uh, chemical pH balances. You messing up everybody's pH level. You making her vagina be like a sick fish tank. That's what you do in the cannon. They probably had good vaginas and good pH levels before you mixed all the the sister wives up. I'm sorry. If I'm with a man that's a Pokemon over there poking everybody, it's gonna smell like wet carpet. So that's what you did. You did that to them. Their vaginas was cool before you. And Nick, it don't make you dirty. It don't make her dirty. But all together, all that broth together. Bro. Just give it back to you guys. As bro. I just I need to get to people some probiotics. All right, that's, that's, enough. All that's it. Okay. Whoa, now not broth. Now listen. <laughs> I take it to the queen. Wow. No lies detected, by the way, on either side. Mm. Okay? 80% mm. crazy. But there are some women that have issues that way. Mm-hmm. Been there. Not going to get specific. <laughs> okay. Been there. That being said, is it not true? That a man that is just messing around with all kinds of women can throw a woman's pH balance off. Of course. Yeah, no, I think that that's true. Well, first of all, let me be clear and state that I am not a doctor. Um, I have a really, really close uh, friend of mine who is an OBGYN. We've had many conversations about this. And uh, she's she, we talked about uh, optimal vaginal health before. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and she's got, you know, we've, we've, we've t- pretty much talked in depth about it. I'll say this, though. To Nick Cannon's point, he's saying 80% of women, and I think what he's, what he's doing is surveying the amount of women that he's been with. So say you take 100%, <laughs> say you say 100% of those women, right, 80% of those that he's that he's dealt with, maybe that's who he's talking, talking about. You, there's no way possible for him to say 80% of women around the world. He, there's no way possible. The other thing is, to what Claudia said, Claudia Jordan from from Fox Soul, there we don't know if he's talking about beforehand, right? So that's the that that would be my assumption that he's saying before he's engaged in any type of activity with the young woman that he's noticed that she needs some vaginal health, some some health tips, right? Um, that would be my take on it because I don't know a man. Who I've had, I've had, I've have heard many men say, "Listen, I've either stopped right beforehand, or okay, well, then join the club with other, <laughs> other men Been who've there. said, Listen, I've noticed some things, and it's made me stop and n- not go any further because she's got some issues down there.' <sighs> the other thing that he said ahead, about girl. the twenty percent is, there's no way, there's no way, because to say that, what was the what would, what did he say about the twenty percent? He said. uh there's this magnificent 20% that have no smell at all, which, by the way, is a lie. I, yeah, there's no way that that's even... They, uh, i got to watch the way I'm talking right now. <laughs> the, 
every <laughs> every woman has a scent. How about that? Right. Right. Okay. So maybe now, maybe this is what he means, though. What, that is not. What is that scent? An offensive smell. Maybe this is what he's saying. Here's the thing, though. You said that uh, he he's only talking about the women that he's been with. Mm-hmm. That's every poll, though. It's a small sample size, mm-hmm. and these. So, is it fair for him to say, "Look, I've been with some of the baddest women in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and across the world, probably." Right. Is it fair? Eighty percent. Is it fair? And it's, and and what is your number, by the way? I would love to know. Just, if you had to guess. Oh, I don't know. A, a guesstimation. We're just playing. <sighs> what percentage of women don't have a natural? There's a word. A natural smell about them. Would you say? Here's what. First of all, there's no way for me to quantify this. However, this is what I'll say. I would like to think that as a woman, by the time a woman is is of the age where she should be engaging in in intercourse, right? Or could be engaging in intercourse, that she knows her body well enough that she's been through all of the, 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 you know, the trials and tribulations of trying to figure out your body. I would think that she knows herself and knows how to clean herself well enough. With that being said, I know that there are women who are not taught when they are younger and they, you know, don't know the ins and outs and things of, of things that they can do to help them with optimal vaginal health. There it is. Um, I would think that majority, I, I would say 80% are, I, I, would, I would call it the opposite. Maybe twenty percent. Wow, really? Yeah, that this is just as a woman, I would think so. Like, as a woman, I I think so. Yeah. Have you ever been in the house of someone that owns a cat? Pardon the pun. Yes, 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 I have. They have no idea that their house smells like cat. Yes, this is true. Or this urine. Is true. That is true. Do you think that there is a large percentage of women that have no idea because they smell it all the time? Is that possible? That is possible. I think there is some. There could be a truth in that. What I'm saying is I'm still trying to give women some hope, okay? I'm trying to be on the side of women. What I'm saying is that my hope is that you learn how to take care of yourself well enough before you get to the stage of smelling like unnatural and not knowing that you smell that way. Optimal. Right, right. Okay, but here's the thing. I know women, women who have underarm smells oh yeah and they don't know it or they do know it and choose not to do anything about it i don't know that anyone would choose not to do anything about it but so if that is the case maybe there are some women sprinkled Mm. out there who smell a certain kind of way i've I've run into a couple i've I've run into a couple i've asked you uh, so let me ask you because you've ran into a couple Mm -hmm. and i have been around a Pretty strong number. Mm-hmm. No oh, pun intended. Goodness gracious, really? I'm not. Don't go go there with okay. me. My mama could be listening. <laughs> and we read the Bible. <laughs> Turn your Bibles to Exodus seven. <laughs> mama, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> explain to men and women too. By the way, when you're around your friends, mm-hmm. that you smell something. You know, there's mm. something fishy going on. Mm. Explain to men how to handle that situation, sir. I if could it, never tell me on the other side. Oh my goodness. Tell me what men need to do when it's the first time you' about to get down. Oh my goodness! I, I, I'll, I, I, mom, I'm sorry. Tell mom, us, mom, tell if you're listening, turn turn it turn it off right about now. Okay, I'm sorry. One eight hundred nine two fifteen eighty. Danny Morrison Show, KBLA. Stay there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles, from middays to nighttime. nighttime.
by George and Wheezy. Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. We can't have this conversation. (laughs) We've had off-mic conversation. We can't have this one. Man. Talking about Nick Cannon right now. Saying that 80% of women need to worry about their, uh, what was it, female hygiene. Yes. And I asked you on the other side. You're a man. And you get to know a woman. Y'all gone out a couple times. Never ever got physical. Finally, tonight's tonight. Mm. Tonight, no more. Let's wait a while with Janet Jackson. No, mm, mm-hmm, no tonight. More. Okay. And she gets back to your place. You put a little Luther Vandross on. She come about to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta watch myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to just skip it <laughs> because I'll get myself in trouble. No, Angie, trying to lure me. Look at no pun intended. Um, um, <laughs> yes. And you need to plug it in, plug it in so <laughs> before you plug it in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What should she, what should he say to her? Right. Without coming across as crass and a jerk. Keep it real. As a woman, how should a man handle that situation? My hope is that. My hope. <laughs> my hope is that if you are even at that stage where you're intimate with somebody, that you have a great relationship and rapport with them, where you can kind of even make it joke, uh, like jokingly, like, mm. babe, like, I don't know something. Make ah, it funny. joking is not the way to go. What do you mean, like, like I'm gonna go shower, you go shower, okay. we funky, okay, right? We funky, okay. And then you throw yourself in there too. Maybe that's the right way to go. It's like when you get somebody some gum. You want some gum? Yeah, you know, you some gum. Please take three stacks. Yes. <laughs> However, um, you like you said, you need to be very careful with that because, or do you? First of all, do you? Do you need to be careful? Or do you? Old Danny or new Danny? Okay, I want to hear both Dannys. Okay, old Danny's ro- just rude with it. You need to go in there and shower. Do something with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being real with you. That's me. That's old Danny right there. Go Wave ahead. another finger My, my shower's right there. Yeah, the little with the fingers. <laughs> there you go. So there you've go. actually been in that situation before. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Danny. I think, I think every up. man has. Let me ask you a question. The type of um, scent... I don't know if it's a scent. The type of uh, smell that you smell, mm-hmm. was it just like, I've had a long day? Like like we were talking with Andy. Is it like, I've had a long day? Well, for, okay, first of all. Sexy. Wait, first of all, what's sexy and what is disgusting where she needs to shower? Look, if, if, <laughs> if it smells like a fish market, it's a problem. But if you've had a long day. There is a difference. And I told you off mic and I'll put it on mic and I'll clean it up. Okay. You know, you and I go to the gym together. And, you know, you, there's, there's an essence that comes out of that. It's very sexy. It's very sexy to me. Now, some guys may disagree. I think it's very sexy. Wow. So there are men who prefer for a woman to just be as she is. Yes. I don't want to smell your body wash or so I don't want to p- smell your massingill or whatever the heck you got. <laughs> I ain't trying to smell all that. Okay. I I, I want to smell you. 
Wow. But I don't want to smell trout. (laughs) 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 Danny Morrison Show, KBLA State. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road. Maybe your best friend, too. The music is chill, and so is the traffic. You and your friend both look over at each other, and then he puts his head back out the window. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Come on, we're going to be late to the cookout. I was just packing up my famous mac and cheese. I hope you packed the Pepto, too. Huh? Pepto-Bismol provides fast relief from heartburn and indigestion. You know, that uncomfortable feeling after you eat too much and after the deviled eggs, baked beans, and barbecue ribs? You're going to need it. Barbecue ribs? I should probably pack an extra shirt, too. Good call. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with Geico or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with Geico. Bundling is easy with Geico. Just Now back to more of the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> <laughs> the conversations! We need a podcast so I can say what I want to say. Here's what I will say in our final three and a half minutes in. <laughs> Look, God, guys stank too. Okay, yeah, this is true. You know, guys, <laughs> this is true. Oh. guys smell like that. What do they call it? From under cheese? Because it smells like something from under. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But, you know, guys stank too. And guys, we got to understand, like, you know, here we are checking. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> We're checking women. You got to smell a certain way. Nick kind of make your comments that go viral about a woman's female hygiene, etc. Fellas. <sighs> listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, yeah, I go to the gym sometime and you. <laughs> you ever go to the gym or whatever? <laughs> I'm trying. And you have to use the bathroom, right? And you got a two, the number two. And you, and you smell yourself. We'll go, oh, my God. Oh, man. Is that me? Mm. What is that smell? Oh, my God. I cannot believe that's coming off of me. <laughs> Been there a number of times. Wow, really? So I think guys also, we can sit there and criticize women all day long, but let's keep it real. At least you're aware. Some guys ain't. And mm. some guys don't care. Like, I'm fine. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? She going to look. She don't like it. She gets my every. Oh, man. I try to be respectful. And, you know, you also got to, you know, take care of yourself down there. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. You, you know, the manscaping. You know, you got to take right. care. Right. Men you know? and women. Definitely men and women. You got to clip the vaginal, hedges. Or, excuse me, optimal health. Yeah. But how much of this has to do with uh, income level? I don't 
think I'm, I'm serious when I'm, I say that. No, I don't. Uh-huh. Do you think if you're in the neighborhood and you don't have the access, is that possible? No, 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 no. Everybody got a bar of soap. <laughs> Everybody got a bar of soap. Now, if there are other things contributing to that, you know, um, you know, but but at the same time, if you're regularly seeing your doctor and all of that stuff, I mean, you should be nice. You should be good. It's you would true. know. You would know that there's an issue, and you would. You would, uh, I'm sure your doctor would help, like, prescribe something for you if there were an issue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It sucks there's a woman somewhere, many women somewhere, mm-hmm. that has a man that is doing some dirt. Mm. A Neo. Oh. And she's thinking something's wrong with her body, not knowing he is causing the problems mm. with her body. Wow. And he's probably true. telling her, you need to go in there and clean that up. That is true. Meanwhile, he's the one yeah. that's kicking her balance off. Yeah. That's what's sad. Oh, that, that is. It's very sad. You know? Because you need to do something about that. You know what I'm saying? No, we ain't doing nothing. It's like, pull you out of the broth. Mixing, right. <laughs> mixing the broth. Right. How's, how's that for Sorry, a topic? Was, that was a great topic. That was we, great. Had, we had a bunch of them, but, you know, this one <laughs> took us all. <laughs> Great show. Very great show. Great, great to, to have back. you back. Yeah. Thank you. Thank it's, you very uh, much. You just, you know, I told Robin, we ain't, we don't like riding a bike. Come yeah. on back up in here. Let's just do what we do. Andy, I love you too, King. Good luck. God bless. Go on. Keep it on KBLA Talk 1580. Be good.